0: if you believe it this morning
1: somebody with a testimony that he keeps making a way give God a shout of praise this morning I'm here because he keeps making a way I got my hands lifted this morning because he keeps on making a way I just need about 300 people in the building with a testimony to give God a shout of praise. Yes.
0: Yeah.
1: Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Somebody clap your hands and give him a shout one more time in this place. five about ten people uh, tell him he keeps making a way he keeps making a way when it looked like there was no way when the Red Sea was in front of me and Pharaoh and his army was behind me uh, he keeps on making a way hallelujah because if God be for us who can be against us somebody in the building this morning you ought to lift your voice and let the enemy know there's nothing that can stop the God that I serve you ought to encourage somebody this morning with your praise that you serve a God of the impossible you serve a God of miracles You serve a God that can make a way when there is no way. When it looks like all hope is gone. When it looks like everything's over. When it looks like it's already expired. That's when God steps in. And he keeps on, he keeps on, keeps on making a way. Give him a praise in this building. Whoa! Hallelujah! Glory! Yeah! And I got something to share with you this morning. If you'll keep on praising him for what he's done, he'll keep on making a way. Some of y'all missed that. I said, if you'll praise him for what he's already done. He's gonna keep on opening doors. He's gonna keep on moving on your behalf. He's gonna keep on blessing you. He's gonna keep on. You ought to shout over what God's going to do. You ought to shout on credit this morning. You ought to shout for every door that you're going to walk up to. You want to shout over everything? Yeah! I'm not just shouting over yesterday. I'm shouting over my future. I'm shouting over my destiny. I'm shouting over my promises. I'm shouting over... Yes! Yeah! That's why I submit to you this morning that our worship is prophetic because we're not just praising God for what He's already done, we don't live serving a God constrained by time. So when I give God a praise, uh, I'm not just praising him for what he's already done. uh, But I'm praising him uh, for what hasn't even happened yet. Uh, I'm going to praise him in advance. Uh, God, I'll praise you now. Uh, You can do it later. Uh, I'll praise you now. Somebody that knows God has perfect credit. Uh, Give him a praise on credit this morning. somebody's liable to activate the hand of God over your life right now somebody's liable to activate the whoa hallelujah hallelujah whoa glory I heard the story one time of an old church mother was laying in a hospital bed she had been faithful to god her whole life and every time she came to the house of god she would give him praise Every time she, when she was achy in her body, she would get that cane and make her way to the altar and she would dance with her cane. Every time she didn't feel good in her body, she would worship God. But one day she ended up in the hospital and the doctors didn't know if she would make it. And as she was laying there in her bed, she said under the sound of her very faint breath she said God if I could I would praise you right now she said God spoke back to her and said I'm going to raise you up not because of you praising me now but you already praised me for what's happening today you praised me then for what I would do now So now that you can't move, uh, and now that you can't get out of bed, uh, I'm going to perform the miracle uh, that you already gave God the praise for. Uh, I wonder what kind of miracles uh, you're praising Him for uh, today. Uh, There's something in your future. uh, There's something in your. uh, Come on, somebody. uh, Praise Him now. Uh Praise Him now. Uh go, my son Judah was on his way to work at 6.30 or 7 o'clock in the morning. It was foggy and he couldn't see. Accidentally went through an intersection and a massive uh, commercial van that was probably doing 45-50 miles an hour, uh, T-boned his truck, uh, flipped him two times, uh, crunched his vehicle, uh, and he landed upside down in a ditch. Uh, when the paramedics got there, uh, they looked at a young man standing on the road uh, and they said, where? They said, there's somebody that's dead in that vehicle. Uh, he said, no, uh, that's my truck. Uh, they said, what do you mean? Uh, you should be dead in that. Uh, I couldn't be up in the morning. I had no idea that was going to happen. But baby, I had laid up some worship. I had laid up some praise. And in that moment, God said they already put the prayer in. They already gave me the worship. So I'm going to... Somebody ought to give him the praise. And... Oh, that's why I got to praise hey, hey. hallelujah Whoa. anybody feel a breakthrough in the building this morning Are you grateful to live in the year of blessing this year? Anybody getting tired of testimonies yet? Anybody want to hear some more testimonies this morning? Tell your neighbor I'm standing in line waiting for mine. This past week, sister Khan came to me she said Bishop I think I'm God's favorite what do you mean she said I got called into the office this week they gave me a promotion on my job and a $38,000 a year raise you ought to praise him like it's yours you ought to praise him like it's yours Sister Teresa came to me this week. I ain't got time to give you all the details. You can talk to her. She said, Bishop, I had an impossible situation. She said, Bishop, I'll tell you, I'll be honest with you. I felt like I, didn't, I, I disobeyed God over something last year. And I was paying the price for it. She said, but I told God, all right, God, if you'll make a way, I'll obey And this week, God made a way when there was no way. She said, Bishop, God did it. Come on, it's the year of blessing. Hey! Somebody ought to give him a shout of Margarita Valdez, where you at this morning? She lost her husband last year. Her husband was a veteran. and She's been walking with Jesus, believing God to help her. And I think it was this past week or in the very recent past few days she said she got to praying and felt like God was directing her to go down to the VA just, just to ask questions. She got down to the VA and they said, what's your name again? Margarita They said, oh you came just in time. They said in three more months it'll be a year that your husband passed and if you would have come in past that time then you would have missed what we're about to tell you. Your husband never filed all of his benefit paperwork. And we've got some money for you that we want to give you. They helped her get it filled out. They gave her a check for $14,000. And said you're going to get $1,400 every month for the rest of your life. You want to shout like it's yours You want to shout like it's yours this Give him a shout of praise. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. God said the only condition on my blessing is that you keep doing what I told you to do. Keep obeying my word. Stay faithful in my promises. How many of you intend on living a faithful and obedient life to God so his blessings can flow all over you? One more time, clap your hands in the building and give him a praise. Whoa. God has been so good to us. This past week on Monday, Samuel was baptized in Jesus' name and filled with the Holy Ghost. Let's give God a praise. And then Fafni was baptized in Jesus' name and filled with the Holy Ghost. Let's give God a praise. Then on Tuesday, Luke was baptized in Jesus' name and filled with the Holy Ghost then on Thursday right after prayer Christine was baptized in Jesus name and filled with the Holy Ghost let's give him some praise and if you don't have the Holy Ghost and you've never been baptized in Jesus name you can have it before you leave this building this morning somebody shout fifth Sunday Sunday, the 29th of January will be 5th Sunday, which means that it will be Friends and Family Day here at the Rock Church of Fort Myers. How many of you believe we could pack this entire building out on Sunday? How how about the rest of y'all? It's going to be an incredible Sunday. Pastor Caleb Adams will be with us. All the way from Memphis, Tennessee, we're going to have a great time in the Holy Ghost. You don't want to miss it. Amen, somebody. Did you come hungry for the word of the Lord in this place today? Stand with me all over this sanctuary. It is our custom to stand in honor of the reading of God's word. And if you were to be in the presence of national dignitaries, it would be required of you to stand in honor and recognition of their office. And so we stand for the entrance of God's word into his house. Amen, somebody. After this, you'll see people getting up out of their seat, but that's on them. <laughs> Amen. The book of Matthew chapter 7, one verse of scripture this morning. I. How many of you have... have Have caught the revelation that on Sunday mornings that Bishop is just an evangelist. Amen. I'm an evangelist on Sunday mornings. So I'm gonna preach evangelistically today. I believe God's got a word for this house. The book of Matthew, chapter seven, says in verse number seven: Ask, and it shall be given you. Seek. And ye shall find. Knock, and it shall be opened unto you. One transliteration says, Keep on knocking, and the door will be open. Keep on seeking, and ye shall find. Keep on asking, and it shall be given unto you. And for a few moments this morning, I simply want to preach from this thought. Desperate times call for desperate measures. Tell your neighbor, desperate times call for desperate Measures somebody with faith in your heart uh, put your hands together one more time and give God a praise in this house. You may be seated this morning. I've got a question for somebody in the building today who wants $20? One, two, three, three. Y'all don't kill me. Y'all, y'all don't kill me. Three, uh, uh, hold on, I ain't let it go yet. Four, five. All right, y'all, look at the pockets, are empty. Some of y'all were content watching somebody else be blessed. You didn't know how many $20 bills I had in my pocket, uh, but you were content uh, if you didn't get any of them. I'm out of $20 bills in my pocket this morning, uh, but I came to tell somebody uh, that we serve a God uh, that owns the cattle uh, on a thousand hills, uh, and you may have not got a $20 bill. But I came to tell somebody that everything uh, you need this morning uh, is in this house. Uh, I'm going to need some radical people in the building. Uh, every answer uh, to everything you need uh, is in this building this morning. God just wants to know uh, if there's anybody desperate enough uh, to keep on knocking uh, if there's anybody desperate enough uh, to keep on asking uh, is there anybody desperate enough uh, to keep on uh, seeking after God this morning desperate times For desperate measures. God is looking. For somebody that's desperate this morning. I could not. I could not. Find peace in my spirit yesterday. All day long. I was under a burden. All day long I was under a weight. As I sought the face of God for this service today and at first I thought it was me I said God what's going on I I got on my face and I said all right Lord I prayed a little prayer and it still didn't go away I prayed a little bit more and all of a sudden it's like God said how desperate are you to get a breakthrough And so all of a sudden, everything changed. I walked in my office uh, and I shut the door uh, and I dimmed the light. uh, I put on some music uh, and I broke out a box of Kleenex uh, and I got my prayer towel uh, and I said, God, uh, I'm not getting out of this room uh, until I get a breakthrough uh, this morning. Uh, And it was when I got desperate uh, that God said, I'm letting you feel uh, what some people are dealing with uh, in the building uh, and I want you to tell them uh, that if they'll get desperate enough, uh, I'm about to give them a breakthrough Uh, you tell them uh, that if they really want it uh, they can have it in the morning Uh, I came to preach to somebody uh, that desperate times uh, call uh, for desperate uh, measures Uh, I didn't come to preach uh, to the cute folk this morning Uh, I didn't come to preach uh, to the dignified folk Uh, I didn't come to preach uh, this morning uh, to everybody that wants to act like you got it all together. I didn't come to preach to people that are in here trying to put a facade like everything's okay but i came to preach to somebody today that in your spirit there's a desperation there's something inside of you that says i gotta get a breakthrough i gotta get a miracle god i need you are there any desperate people in the building this morning Listen, when you're desperate, you're not worried about everybody else. When you're desperate, you'll kick your shoes off and run. I need it. Give it to me. I got to have it. Desperate times call for desperate measures. Are there any desperate people in the building today? I came to preach to somebody, you ain't got time to play games today. I came to preach to somebody, you're running out of options. You're running out of time. You ain't got time to come in here uh, and play church. Uh, You had better get desperate this morning uh, for God to do something. Come on, there's a desperate parent uh, in the building today. Uh, God said, if you'll get desperate enough, uh, I'm about to bless you. Uh, I'm about to answer you. Uh, There's a desperate woman in this place. Uh, God said, I see where you've been. Uh, I've seen what you, come on. uh, There's a desperate man in the building. Uh, God knows the weight You've been under God, sees the pressure, He wants to know, Are you desperate today? She said, I'm desperate, God. She said, I'm desperate, God. In Second Kings chapter 13, the Bible says. That the prophet Elisha walks into the house of King Joash and he comes under an unction of God. But the king dismissed the moment as a casual encounter. Don't become so familiar with the presence of the anointed uh, that when God wants to do a miracle, uh, You're too desensitized to miracle moments. Oh, it's another one of those sermons again. Oh, there's the man of God knocking at the door again. Oh, there he is. What does he want this time? Oh, there he is. What does he want to talk about? No, Joash, God is ready to move on your behalf. You understand that King Joash... Had been under the pressure of battle. He had been under the pressure of the enemy's army, the fear of failure, the fear of losing, the fear, what if I lose it all? What if I don't make it? What if we don't survive? When all of a sudden, the man of God walks in and he said, Joash, grab your bow and grab your arrows. Grab my bow grab my arrows see you know what most of us would do we'd start playing 20 questions with the man of god well why 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 you want me to grab my bow why why, why you want me to grab my arrows? see the problem and the reason some of us are living under the blessing instead of obtaining it is you haven't learned yet to recognize a holy unction from god and the anointing on god's man in your life Joash when grabbed his bow he grabbed his arrow and the Bible says that the prophet put his hand on the king's hand and they grabbed the bow and they pulled it back and they let it go and shot the arrow and when the arrow released the word of the Lord came forth and the prophet prophesied and said behold the arrow of the Lord's deliverance The moment the prophecy was released there should have been something in the king's spirit that clicked there should have been something in the king's spirit that understood this is a god moment this is a miracle moment but instead king joash still relegated it he had got too used to good church on sunday he got too used uh, to a good choir song uh, and some good shouting. Uh, so when the prophecy came forward, uh, oh, that's nice. Uh, oh, that's cute. Somebody's going to be. Uh, now, uh, the word of the Lord is telling you uh, today uh, is your day, Joash. But Joash didn't get it and so the man of God said I want you to grab these arrows and I want you to smite the arrows Kalaboshataya you see arrows in the hand of a desperate person that person who understood the arrow is God's deliverance over the enemy and the man of God told me to smite the arrows. A desperate person would have beat the arrows until somebody came and stopped them. A desperate person would have beat the arrows until they had no more energy, until they had no more power. Oh yes, but the king was living a life of convenience oh yeah and so he took the arrows and the Bible says he smote them three times and stopped one two three you know what he was doing I'm gonna do just enough to appease the man of God's request that's how some people come into the house of God. Uh, I'm going to do the bare minimum, uh, responding to the word of God uh, to appease the preacher. I'll clap my hands if that's what he really wants. Uh, I'll stand up a couple of times uh, if that's what. I, uh, but a desperate person, uh, baby, you don't have to tell them nothing. Uh, baby, they're hungry. Uh, they're desperate. Uh, they're ready to do whatever. Uh, they've got to do uh, to get the miracle. Uh, they're out of their seat. uh, They'll run to an altar. uh, They'll dance. uh, They'll shout. uh, They'll pray. uh, They'll cry. uh, God wants to know uh, are there any desperate people uh, in the building today? He smoked the arrow three times and stopped and the Bible said the man of God became angry you know why he became angry he got frustrated with people who were willing to sit there when God was ready to bring deliverance and they would rather sit in comfort and casualty than to get their breakthrough oh come on I feel the anger of the Lord stirring in this house uh, because there's some of us uh, God's looking at you telling you uh, you got trouble in your life uh, you got issues going on uh, you got circumstances uh, there ought to be something in you uh, that gets desperate uh, for deliverance, uh, desperate enough to get out of your comfort zone uh, desperate enough uh, for you to get out of your pew uh, desperate enough uh, for you to get out of the norm uh, desperate enough uh, for you to Move and respond to the Word of God. How many of you don't want your prayers to be answered? How many of you do want God to answer your prayers? The word of the Lord says you got to get desperate about your prayer then. You better stop it with the now I lay me down to sleep business. You better stop it with one little hand in the air every once in a while in church. You better get to a place of desperation when you walk into the house of God and say, God, whatever it takes, I can't leave this place without a blessing. I can't leave this place without a breakthrough. I can't leave this place somebody that's desperate give God a praise I'm going to stop right here and drop this for a moment don't you dare keep dropping prayer requests to everybody when you're not willing to come and pray for yourself Don't you dare sit at your house saying, woe is me uh, and nobody will pray for me uh, and nobody understands. Don't you dare do that uh, when you're here in the house of God uh, when you are in the presence uh, of possibility uh, and you won't even get out of the comfort of your pew uh, and make a move for the miracle. Uh, Don't you dare uh, for another moment uh, when the miracle of God uh, is in this place. uh, When your answers are here uh, when your deliverance uh, is here today why you want us to pray for you when you won't pray for yourself why you want people to fast when you won't take yourself seriously Why do you want people to go out of their way uh, and toil and anguish over you uh, when you come into the house of the king uh, and sit on the pew uh, like you deserve to be here, uh, like it ain't no big deal, uh, and you don't even recognize uh, the potential of being uh, in the presence of God? I'll tell you what God's looking for. He's looking for some desperate people this morning. Go ahead brother Desmond I gotta get it from God today I'm desperate for a breakthrough I'm desperate for an answer from God I'm desperate for God to meet me I'm desperate Mark chapter 5 we read about a man whom the Bible says was living in the tombs Of Gadara. In one place later on it says that. After he met Jesus they found him clothed. And in his right mind. Which tells me that at the time we are introduced to him. He is dealing with losing his mind. Feels like he's losing his mind. And to add on top of that. When Jesus meets him, he addresses the demons, and they said, We are legion, for we are many. He wasn't just dealing with mental issues, but demonic forces had taken advantage of him. And here he is. And you know what the Bible says? The Bible says that many times they had tried to restrain him many times they had tried because why he was in the tombs the bible says cutting himself he was suicidal he was self destructive when you deal with mental issues and uncontrolled demonic attacks and you don't get them surrendered to God you become self destructive and all the people that were trying to help him the chains were not them trying to marginalize him Uh, they were trying to protect him uh, from killing uh, himself Uh, but when you are in this situation uh, the bible said no man uh, could restrain him Uh, everything that anybody did uh, to try to help him uh, he shook it off Uh, everything that anybody did uh, to try to assist him uh, he shook it off Uh, oh but the Bible tells me uh, that when he saw Jesus uh, afar uh, off, uh, the Bible says uh, that he ran uh, to where Jesus was. Uh, you know what that tells me? Uh, it doesn't matter what you're going through. Uh, if you're desperate enough, uh, no devil in hell. Uh, can stop you uh, from getting to Jesus. Uh, If you're desperate enough for deliverance, uh, no challenge uh, can stop you uh, from running uh, to Jesus. Notice Jesus didn't run to him. Jesus just made his presence known. Why? Because God's going to find the real people that are serious about deliverance. Because people that are serious about deliverance uh, won't sit there waiting for God to do it. Uh, they won't sit there saying, well, if God wants to, uh, he can come and find me. No! Desperation uh, says I got to get to Jesus uh, wherever he's moving, uh, wherever he's at. Uh, I've got to get uh, to Jesus. Jesus! Desperate times call for desperate measures. You've got to break the mold. You've got to push against everything in your life uh, that's trying to stop you. Uh, Why? Because that's what desperation does. Uh, Desperation uh, tells those demons, uh, You might have me right now, uh, but you're going to have to chase me uh, all the way to the cross. Uh, You might have a hand on me, uh, but you're going to have to chase me uh, all the way to the foot uh, of the cross. Uh, Jesus, Uh, I'm coming. Uh, Jesus. Don't wait, wait for me. Don't leave me. And when he gets to Jesus, the Bible says that he fell down and he began to worship Him. Oh See, desperation will produce worship even under the worst of circumstances. See, some of us need a revelation. When you're going through hell, don't sit in your pew like a statue. When you're going through hell, don't sit there unmoved, just staring into space. You ought to let desperation get a hold of you. Even though I'm going through it, God, I still got to worship you. Even though I can't see my way out, I still worship you. Even though I'm in bondage, I still worship Worship you! Uh, come on, are there any desperate people uh, in the building this morning? <clears throat> desperate times call for desperate measures. The book of Mark chapter 25, we read about a woman with an issue of blood the Bible says she had it for 12 years and that she had spent all she had on the doctors. She was broke, she was bankrupt because of medical bills. And if that wasn't bad enough, nothing the doctors had charged her for was even working. They couldn't even slow it down. The Bible says that she grew worse. She was desperate. And the scripture tells us that she heard that Jesus was there. And when she heard that Jesus was there, hear me, she said... When she heard, she then said. Some of y'all are going to catch this in a moment. When she heard that Jesus was there, she began to speak. And it's important to understand who her audience was. She said within herself. She wasn't talking to nobody else in the building. She had a word for herself. You got to learn how to respond when the word comes forth and a man of God declares that Jesus is in the building. You got to learn to start speaking to yourself. You got to start preaching with the preacher while the preacher declares that Jesus is in the house. You need to start preaching to your uh, If I uh, can just touch uh, the hem uh, of his garment, uh, you got to tell yourself, uh, I might be messed up, uh, I might be bound, uh, I might be discouraged, uh, I might be broke, uh, but if I can just get uh, in his presence, uh, and if I can just touch uh, the hem of his garment, uh, know I know I can be made whole. This is how a desperate person uh, gets their breakthrough. Uh, somebody in the building right now uh, ought to start talking to yourself. Uh, if I could get up out of this chair, uh, if I could get up out of the pew uh, and just touch uh, the hem of his garment, uh, every need will be supplied. Uh, every situation uh, will be made right. Uh, I just need to hear some desperate people in the building. Uh, Open up your mouth and shout with a voice of desperation in this place. I don't know why I just felt this. I ain't paid no attention, but ushers, round up anybody in that in that lobby who shouldn't be out there. She said, if I can get there, I'm going to touch the hem of his garment. And so the Bible says that she started out to where Jesus was. She had been losing blood 12 years with this disease in her body. And if you've never felt physical weakness, there is no weakness like losing your blood and being anemic. There's no kind of worn out And the Bible says uh, that when she gets uh, to where Jesus was, uh, that she couldn't get to him uh, because of the crowd. Uh, There were people standing uh, in the way. Uh, They got there before her, uh, but they weren't as desperate as she was. showed up driving a better car than me but you ain't as desperate as I am for the things you might live in a bigger house than I do but I don't know if you're more desperate for God than I am today and the Bible says that she came in behind through the press, there were so many people that Jesus could not even keep track of who was around him. That's how thick the crowd was. I don't know if y'all ever tried to get through a heavy crowd before. But even if you're strong, when the crowd's big enough, you're, you're stuck. And here's this feeble woman, weakened from a physical condition. But she's got one thing going for her she's desperate i said she's desperate you know what we need in america we don't need any more desperate housewives we need people desperate for their lives we need people desperate to get out of the lies Come on, are there any desperate people uh, in the building today? Uh, desperate. I'm done. I'm sick of living like this. Uh, I'm tired of this bondage. Uh, I'm tired of this mentality. Uh, I'm tired of going around in circles. Uh, I'm tired of living in bondage. Are there any uh, desperate people uh, in the building today? And so here's this little woman. I need about five, six big guys. Y'all, come on. Just hurry up. Five, six of you guys. If you're a little puny, just stay there. But big, muscular, handsome hunks, y'all. Come on. Look at them being so humble. All of them. Just stand right here. Come on. Come on. I said five or six. Y'all can't even count. I want y'all to get right here. Just block this way. I tell you, block that opening. Here's this little woman. She's, she's weak. Come here, First Lady. You're going to be the woman with the issue. Come over here. Where's the, where's the camera? The motion camera? Hurry up. Come catch this back here. She's run. She's back here and she's weak. She's frail. She's breathing hard. She's out of energy. It took everything in her power. Come on, give it to him on the screen it took everything in her power just to get to the crowd and now i can't even get to him now there's all kind of people that are standing in my way you can't they just stay there you want to know part of the revelation part of her success the reason why she was able to press is because she didn't come for the people she came for jesus And if you're gonna get a breakthrough, you better get your eyes off of people and get them on Jesus. If you're gonna get your miracle, you better get your eyes off of people that you feel like are stopping you, that you feel like are in your way, that you feel, come on, you better learn. Hey, I'm not worried about you. I'm not worried about you I'm not, I didn't come to impress you I didn't come to negotiate I came to get to Jesus For those who allow other people to affect the way you worship God And the way you serve in the kingdom of God. You know all it means if there's somebody standing between you and God. It means they're closer to him than you are. I'm going to say that again. If somebody is standing in between you and God. They're closer to him than you are. You better get people out of the way. And so here, see a double up on Double up on this crowd, double. She said, oh. I I came all this way. I don't know how much further I can go. I can't even breathe. I can't even move. But there was something inside of this little woman that said, I'm so desperate that I'm either going to touch Jesus or I'm going to die trying to get to him. And so she made her way. And she began to press. She began to push. She began to press. Uh, I can see her get on her knees uh, and she began uh, to move him out of the way uh, she said I, uh, I've got to get uh, to where Jesus is I don't care uh, if you think I look foolish I don't care if you make fun of me I don't care if I embarrass myself I don't care if I don't look dignified I don't care about uh, is getting to jesus uh, because desperate times uh, call for desperate uh, measures Uh, i wonder this morning uh, are there any desperate people uh, that would jump out of your seat uh, and say i gotta get there Uh, whatever it takes uh, i gotta get my breakthrough uh, whatever it takes uh, i gotta get my healing uh, Whatever it takes, I gotta get a touch from God. Whatever it takes, I need my mind to be healed. Whatever it takes, I need my emotions to be healed. Whatever it takes, I need the addiction to be broken. Whatever it takes, I'm a desperate. Come on there's some desperate people you're not waiting on me this morning you're calling on him right now i'm not waiting on nobody i didn't come all this way to play games I didn't wake up and get dressed this morning just to sing a pretty song. I didn't wake up and get ready this morning uh, to try to impress you uh, but I came here this morning because uh, I'm desperate for God. Uh, I'm desperate for change. Uh, I'm desperate for deliverance. Uh, I'm desperate for healing. Uh, I'm desperate for a breakthrough in my home. Uh, I'm desperate uh, for a breakthrough in my children's life. Uh, I'm desperate uh, for a breakthrough in my marriage. Uh, I'm desperate And so, when she touched him, only the hem of his garment, she couldn't even grab his hand. She couldn't embrace him. The best she could do was touch the hem of his garment. And the Bible says that straightway, somebody shouts straightway. That means immediately her fountain was dried up. The moment her hand touched his garment, she received her healing. This is the power of desperation. You understand that Jesus is man and he's all God he's all man and he's all there's a dual nature he is God manifest in the flesh and when the woman touches him she immediately receives her healing and the Bible says That Jesus turned around and he asked his disciples, Who touched me? You see, we're used to God when he asks a question, it is rhetorical because God doesn't need any information, he has it all. But this is the humanity of Jesus, and one of the old places in scripture where we find the humanity of Jesus sincerely asking a question, trying to find an answer. He turned around and said, "Uh, who did that? Who touched me? Who, who, Who touched me? They looked at him like he was crazy. They said, Jesus, you're surrounded by throngs of people. What do you mean who touched you? Everybody's touching you. You see, not all touches are equal. The touch of a desperate person causes a different reaction from God. What am I trying to say? Uh, you could be in the same building uh, with the same Jesus uh, moving in the same way, uh, but a desperate person uh, will get their breakthrough uh, while everybody else stands around. Uh, oh, yeah, come on somebody. Uh, you can be in the building uh, and still not get your deliverance. He said no. He said, there, there was a different touch. He said, somebody touched me, and I felt virtue leave from me. You see, that's what desperation does. It is a direct connection to the hand of God in your life. It was so powerful that the divinity of Jesus bypassed the humanity of Jesus. And healed the woman before the human Jesus even understood what happened. Some of y'all didn't even get that. said the divinity of Jesus uh, bypassed the humanity of Jesus uh, and left him saying who uh, touched me Uh, he never laid hands on her Uh, he never cast it out of her Uh, he didn't speak a word to her Uh, it was her desperate touch uh, that brought the miracle Uh, I came to preach to somebody Uh, don't you wait this morning uh, for somebody to lay hands on you Uh, don't you wait this morning uh, for somebody to pray over you uh, don't you wait this morning uh, for somebody to sing the right song uh, if you're desperate. Uh, you can touch him uh, right now, uh, you can get your breakthrough uh, right now, uh, you can get your deliverance uh, right now, uh, you can get your healing uh, right now. I don't have time to preach all of this. But the Bible tells us about another man by the name of Bartimaeus. Whom the Bible says was on the highway side begging. Can I tell somebody this morning... There's almost no more desperate feeling in the world than to be stranded on the side of the road. Anybody ever been stranded on the side of the road before? Go ahead, somebody's touching him right now. Don't you wait for humanity, just touch him. I tell you what I saw yesterday. I saw somebody sitting on the side of the road. Feeling stranded, watching while everybody passes you by. Hey! And another one passes you by. And another one passes you by. And you start feeling to yourself, everybody is moving forward except me and I'm stuck right here this was Bartimaeus on the highway side begging, but the Bible says that when he heard Jesus was passing by he opened his mouth and he began to cry out Jesus Uh, thou son of David uh, have mercy uh, on me you know what happened nothing happened sometimes you open your mouth and cry out to God and wonder why It seems like he's not listening. (laughs) As a matter of fact, the disciples heard him and they ran to where he was. And they said, Bartimaeus, shut your mouth. Be quiet. You're disturbing things. The master is busy and he doesn't have time for you. Now here's the deal. When those kind of voices come to you, you have a choice to make. You can get offended. You can get bitter. But if you keep your focus on people, you're never going to get a breakthrough. you got to get your eyes off of people. It was like Bartimaeus did not even hear what they said. And the Bible says that he began to cry even louder. Jesus, thou son of David, have mercy. And this time, Jesus said, go get him and bring him to me. Now I propose to you, That Jesus heard him the first time. Why didn't Jesus respond? Because I believe sometimes Jesus wants to know how desperate we are. Let them say no. I'm gonna be quiet and see if they get bitter and if they run. Or I'm gonna see if it causes them. I'm gonna weed out the people who want a comfortable walk with God. And I'm gonna find the desperate people. And instead of getting discouraged, all Bartimaeus did is he got more desperate and he cried even louder. That's what God's looking for this morning. You've been praying some prayers that you feel like God hasn't been listening. You've been praying and saying, I don't know if God's even gonna answer. But what God wants to know uh, is how desperate uh, are you because desperate times uh, require desperate measures. As we stand all over this house, Bartimaeus, not get to Jesus He was blind he couldn't get to Jesus but when desperation hear me when desperation hits the ears of God God reached for where Bartimaeus was and brought him past what was trying to stop him and brought him to where he was and I'm preaching to somebody, it might seem like you're far away. But if you would let a voice of desperation uh, hit the ears of your God, uh, you might not be able to get to him, uh, but God will bring you uh, where he is. Uh, You might not be able to walk on your own accord. Uh, You might not be able to come uh, under the power of your own legs, uh, but there's a God in heaven uh, that will respond uh, to a voice uh, of desperation. Uh, What God wants to know uh, is are you desperate this morning? Uh, What God wants to know Uh, Come on, are there any desperate people in the building? Uh, Open up your mouth. Uh, Somebody ought to jump out of your pew uh, and run to this altar. Uh, Somebody that's desperate uh, for deliverance. Uh, Somebody that's desperate for God to move uh, in your family. Uh, Somebody that's desperate uh, for God to do something uh, in your life. You ought to jump out of your chair uh, and run to this altar uh, and throw your hands in the air. And begin to cry uh, unto God uh, in this place. Uh, Come on. Come on. Uh, Come on. Come on. Come on. Come on. Are you desperate this morning? Uh, Are you desperate this morning?